Hello everyone, Sydney St. James. Today, and so I want to be an author, special broadcast, is to take all that you've learned over the first 10 or 12 podcasts in this series, and I wanted to take you back on how I came up with certain ideas. And what I'm going to start with, as you can see on the screen over here, Adversity was my very first novel. Then right here is Rose of Raised by You. And then right over my shoulder here is Faith, 70 times 7. The first novel came from, and I have it right over here. Let me get it, and I'll show it to you. This right here is 500 pages of my first novel. But actually, what led to the first novel on adversity. And in this 500 pages, my first self-published book was to print this in an office supply house and then sell it to how much the printing cost, divide it by how many people wanted to buy it. Didn't really want to make any money on it. It was something I just worked so hard on. Well, in this genealogy study, and by the way, this is where I became a professional genealogist over the years. I took that information and wrote this true story right here, Adversity. It's about a family that travels from Oldenburg, Germany. And before they traveled to Texas, they went back and forth, the family did, about pulling up their roots. After living in the same location for actually three or 400 years, how do you make such a decision? Well, all this research I did, I found out what boat that it came from, they came in on, I found out the route they took, I found out where they landed in Texas, and I found out the hardships associated with their trip. It was so amazing that I could write a genealogy book and I could talk about when a person's born and died and what cemetery they're in, but Let's take and follow that family all the way from Oldenburg to Texas and have an actual entertaining storytelling novel about this family based on actual real events that took place. And the only thing that's not true in this book is the characters' names. So Adversity was my very first novel. Now, only comment this little bit. As I wrote it, I must have had four or five different people edit this book. And as the years went on, I went back to this novel that I'd written, and I used a program called Grammarly, which I talked about in some of my earlier episodes. Now, Grammarly, after everybody's edited this book, came up with 2,000 corrections. That's why I believe in the program and that application. And you should too. Now there's others that are just as good. Pro Writing Aid, uh, AutoCrit, but I selected Grammarly. And I'm not being sponsored by Grammarly, it's just what I use. Now, that's how I got that idea about adversity. My second one here, The Rose of Bray's Bayou. Now, that's an interesting book. And it came about from another book that's in my series way back, well, not really way back, maybe four or five years ago, called This Old House. Based on true facts, 
but the house that I restored was haunted. It really was. Now, I'm not talking about it's a supernatural book, but this haunting effect that this house had as I redid the house, blended over and so I wrote a, a novel called This Old House. Very, it's, an, it's a romance book, it's a mystery book, and it's got some supernatural aspects associated with it. But the reason I mentioned that book, when I finished restoring this old house, the fellow that once owned it came up to me for the homestore. The town is Eagle Lake, Texas. They had a homestore, and the first year I had it all finished, painted, the floors redone. Amazing. The oldest house in Eagle Lake had made a big turn for the better. So at that open house, the fellow that owned it, that sold it to me, came up to me and gave me the actual transcript, or actually one of the transcripts that had marks on it that was edited from the actual writings of a Texas history pioneer woman named Delu Rose Harris. Now, I took this transcript, and from that, I did what is called, and you won't find it here in America, but in Canada you will and other places, it's called Creative Historical Nonfiction. It's a true story told from Delu Rose Harris when she lived in this house that I restored. So when I wrote those total true story in this book called The Rose of Bray's Bayou, I want it to be interesting. And how do I make it interesting? Well, it also comes from some teachings that I learned throughout life. In Eagle Lake, Texas, there's a large lake that the town's named after called Eagle Lake. Well, I used to be a duck and goose hunting guide out on Eagle Lake and take a lot of different Houston hunters. Uh, uh, the Bakey was one of them. I remember him, how he loved to, to hunt, but he told me to keep my shotgun in the case. Well, in either case, we were going out one day in the boat and we saw circling a tail, a large tail circling. I was steering the boat and the Bakey said, where are you going? I may steer the right. No, no, go straight. I can't go straight. He said, go straight. Well, I went straight right to where that tail was swimming. Just a big tail up in the air like this. And lo and behold, a mama alligator came up and bumped that boat so hard, I was scared to death. You can imagine the conditions. It was raining, misting, I couldn't see very far. And here we are out, and it's cold. And this big alligator bumped that boat. Well, I used that particular thing that happened to me in this particular book, The Rose of Bray's Bayou. There's a scene in there where Delue Rose Harris talks about a fella trying to cross a flooded stream bed. And as he did, there was a tail out there and that everybody said, don't do it, don't do it. And he crossed and he didn't make it. Now I'm not giving any spoiler alerts about the book other than that, that's all she said. Well, I took the happening that happened to me and I molded it in to her two sentences. So now the fella and his family and everyone looks on 
They see the mama alligators swimming around with their tail up in the air. Many of them already knew, don't do it, don't do it. But the guy wanted to get to the other side. It was necessary because everybody was waiting for him. So he went ahead and crossed on his horse that stream head. Well, he didn't make it. So I used that story to make the book more exciting to read, more entertaining, more of a storytelling, like from poetry and fiction books, mingled in with nonfiction. Now, the last book I want to talk to you about, and this is called the Faith Chronicles series. All of them so far had a reason, had an idea what those books were based on, what gave me the idea to write those books. Well, this, this right here, faith. Well, how do you do this here? Nope, like that. Nope. <laughs> I'm going the wrong way here. There we go. This is fun. I'm still not. I was watching the weather forecaster do this with a green screen. And he got so mixed up. And I, didn't, I wasn't going to get mixed up when I started my broadcast. But there I go. But anyhow, faith. 70 times 7. This is a book about my grandmother, the Reverend Ada Slayton Bonds, first ordained woman minister in the state of Louisiana, first ordained minister, woman minister in the Cumberland Presbyterian Church, the first ordained minister ever to be called a woman of pure womanhood by the Ku Klux Klan number 60. Well, when she passed, I got stacks and stacks of uh, red cheek notebooks. And I took those notebooks and I slowly developed a true story. That's her diary. That's actually her diary. She even had sermons in there. And I took that and wrote a story that you could feel the hurt and the how it just wasn't a woman's world back at the turn of 1900, 1910. All the ministers at the General Assembly of the Cumberland Presbyterian Church, all of them, hundreds, were men, not one woman. And she walked in there, and I believe it was in New Orleans, the General Assembly was, but she walked into the General Assembly and the whole place went quiet. Here come a woman into the assembly requesting to be ordained by the Cumberland Presbyterian Church. Now, her hardships were unbelievable. It, the, the deck was stacked against her. and But she was called by God. She talks about how she was called by God. And sure enough, she wasn't going to give up. Did you know that same woman finally became the first ordained woman minister? The entire presbytery called her, gave her the title, Mother of All Presbyteries. This was the Reverend Ada Slayton. Actually, her maiden name was Caston. Ada Caston Slayton Bonds. Now, I mentioned Slayton because I still, in my future books that I've written, which are over 60 now, 60 different novels, I still, when I'm writing faith-based books, still fight with trying to find forgiveness. Sidney Slayton is my namesake. He was an alcoholic and an abusive husband. 
for 20 years. And every time, and the book talks about many different situations that she got into. Uh, when the book talks about that, I asked myself as I was writing it, how in the world, Grandma, can you just sit there and continue to forgive him? Just, it amazes me. But she did for 20 years until the Ku Klux Klan ran him out of town. So that was in the 1930s. And after that, she fell in love again with my grandpa. We called him Pop Nelson. This book is a moving true story based on the memoirs of Ada Caston Slayton Bonds. And I'm sure that you enjoy this book. Now, all three books, Adversity, The Rose of Braves Bayou, and Faith 70 Times 7, they're all available out there on any retail outlet. They're available out there around the world. And I invite you to go out, get your copy, and read one of them. So, next week, I'm going to be talking to you about the next set of books in a whole different genre. And I hope you join me then. Until then, peace. See you later, alligator. Thank you.